Hey, Brooke, are you famous yet? Are you kidding me? I just won a Canadian Screen Award for the best host. So you bet your sweet ass I am. But what about our stories this week, Pri? Oh, yes. Uh, we're going to be talking about who's going to be playing Cher in a biopic, not a biopic, as Brooklyn would say. We also talk about pride in the mainstream media. We're also going to be talking about Demi Lovato because they, them are non-binary now. Ooh. And we're going to talk about the icon, diva, and legend, Billy Porter. Yes. And we even get to some of your reviews of our podcast. So stay tuned. To find out what's Famous Famous This this Week. Everything's going so well. Everything's fine. Just listen, somebody, please. Forever. I'm Pri. And I'm Brooke. And we want to know, what's famous this week? Hello, guys, and welcome to Famous This Week, the podcast where two of your favorite drag queens break down the most famous moments in pop culture this week. Now, last week was our second week hosting the pod, and we are taking everything you are saying to heart, like (laughs) this review from Mandy, five stars, Just what I needed. Priyanka and Brooklyn have great chemistry, and it's such a fun dynamic. And then we also have this review from Nick. One star. Meh. Meh. Oh, so we got two. We got two mehs, so that's technically (laughs) two stars. Also, Nick, I kindly invite you to go fuck yourself. (laughs) Just a kind kind invitation. A kind invitation for you to take a broken bottle and shove it up your ass. Um, (laughs) And how about this review from Druid Boy? Five stars. Sick face emoji. But I love it. See, now that's what I'm here for. (laughs) I love that. I hate hate them, but I also love them. Yeah, we have this one. Uh, Was regretfully eating breakfast when Priyanka and Brooke spoke about chunky blowjobs. Five out of five nonetheless. They're perfect. I love it. And then this glowing one. This review is from A Man in Space. Um, Seven (laughs) stars. Not five. Seven stars. Five stars. Because Brooke plus Pre equals seven. Gays can't do math. I'm obsessed. Thank you so much for leaving reviews. I think it's like very validating that you left reviews. It's not like the reviews I got on my Montero cover saying I can't sing. So that's nice. That was me. (laughs) <laughs> um. <laughs> you have so much time on your hands you make these accounts there's oh, actually yeah, a I fake account so, I, have, I have so much free time I just go just, around you're just, and just not busy at accounts. all there's a fake I'm account actually called cancel Yanka no way you for sure run that one like I'm this is an intervention I cannot confirm nor deny my involvement <laughs> in said account you'll be hearing from my lawyer soon <laughs> cancel but Yanka Cancel Yonka. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start a cancel Yonka too. If you see cancel Yonka too, it's me. <laughs> cancel, cancel. I can't even say Peronka. Peronka. Yeah, no. Um, regardless, it is now time to meet our fame horrors. We have searched the internet high and low to find the top moments from pop culture this week. And also, a big congratulations! Brooklyn Heights is the first ever drag queen to win a Canadian Screen Award. 
I'm famous this week. Congratulations, oh, yeah. Brooke. Like, they like you. Um, I unfortunately lost in my category, but um, I'm not jealous. I'm angry and I hate you. However, <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I do want to let you know that you made history. Like, that's pretty fucking cool. That's it's very cool. And I want you to know that you made history as well because you're the first drag queen to ever lose a Canadian Screen Award. And that's, I don't that's like something it. In itself. I don't like when you speak. I don't like the way you I look. Like- I don't like the sound of your voice. <laughs> oh, I know. Me neither. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was very cool. And congratulations to Canada's Drag Race. They We kind of swept it. We got five yeah, awards. Did. Best Reality Competition Programmer Series. Best Host and Presenter for Jeffrey Boyd Chapman, Stacey McKenzie, and myself. Best Writing, Lifestyle. Uh, or whatever best direction <laughs> and best production yeah um, so that's pretty cool and you are a big part of making all that happen yes i mean if it wasn't for my chaos and my confessionals and getting too drunk on camera and being cut off we would not have won best reality competition program or series i'm bitter though i have to say i am bitter because of course i fucking win something and i found i didn't even realize the show was on that night i thought it was like two days later and i was literally in i was literally in the tub like listening to enya and my phone started like getting all these pings and they're like congratulations and i was like why and they're like you won a canadian screen award and i was like i'm in the fucking tub like could you you mean like like, i i want i wanted to be getting drunk at a dinner with famous people wearing something uncomfortable and having to like walk up on stage and be like, I want to thank the Academy. <laughs> yeah. The best and part God. about that, um, that award show was that I've, I narrated it. So I knew that you won for the last month. Cause I, that's, are you serious? That's when they, they, we, we recorded the voiceover. <gasps> so I had to read all these, these things. And, and I knew, you know, Mike Bickerton won and, and Sheila O'Brien won and all these amazing Canadian people that worked on the show. And you didn't tell me? What kind of friend are you? I know. It's cause I wanted you to be surprised. If you'd lost, I would have told you. Wait, 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 wait. So if you knew I won, does that mean you knew you lost? No, because somebody else um, voiced my portion because I was up for digital best supporting digital performance or some shit. Oh, I knew you lost, and they said none for you, just none for you, none, none for Priyanka. None. What? Well, you win some, you lose some. You know, I didn't win Drag Race. I won a Canadian Screen Award. You won Drag Race. You did not win a Canadian Screen Award. <laughs> I mean, it's is just, restored. It's, it's balance. Yes, it's it's all it's a it's all balance is restored in the universe. What awards do you hope to win? I want to win a VMA. All of them? I, I don't know mm-hmm. if you if you heard about this. I am releasing a music video this week. The trailer just dropped, and you just saw no it. No way! And you can't believe it, and you can't believe it. It's incredible. I never talk I about the video the ever, ever. Um, so I just want you to know that I'm releasing a video on Friday, and Friday is my thirtieth birthday. So you better fucking watch, you little fucker. I will. I will. I will. I promise. Now oh God, that um, sounds like an empty promise. If I know one, no. Of course anyway. I'm going to watch. I'm, of course no. I'm going to watch your video. But um, on to more pressing matters. Uh, yes. It was a big. It was a big week for gossip for news. Um, starting off with Billy Porter um, revealing to the world his HIV status. Uh huh. I am so. This is so important. This is so so mm-hmm. so important because 
it, you know, there's such a stigma around HIV, and mm-hmm. and and people don't know that you know undetectable means untransmittable. Uh, you know, and and people don't people don't know these things, and because we're not educated, we we think you know a- mm-hmm. HIV means death, but it doesn't. And this was so important because a lot of us queer people look up to Billy Porter to watch somebody so unapologetically walk these big mainstream commercial red carpets and gowns and with makeup on yes. and being a person of color and not giving a fuck for this to be the next step in completely owning his just be gayness. I am obsessed because this is what the younger gays need to know about our history. You know? Absolutely. I mean, and he, I don't know if you watched the interview he did with the Hollywood reporter. It was really, really beautiful. And yeah, he just kind of came out and shared his truth and, it's crazy because America is now 40 years in, 40 years into wow. this epidemic, and HIV and AIDS is still a third rail of society. Yeah. And certainly of fame. Like, there's such a, yeah, there's such a stigma to it. And I, like, I can really speak to this because, I mean, I grew up, as most people know, in a very Christian strict household. And mm-hmm. I remember one of the first things my mom said to me when I came out to her as gay. She was like, oh, I'm worried you're going to get AIDS. Because that's what she knew of gay people at that point. And she she had a very sheltered life and she just wasn't educated. And I wasn't educated. And I can tell you for the first, oh gosh, probably five years of me being gay, I was terrified. Every time I had sex with a man, didn't like, and like I would, I always use protection. I was always very careful. It did not matter. I was convinced. I was like, mm-hmm. I have AIDS. I have HIV. Yeah. And I didn't even, I didn't even like this was, and it took me a while to understand the difference between HIV and AIDS, first of all. But I just, I wasn't educated. And I just thought, I remember very clearly being like 19 and I had given the guy like a blowjob. Mm-hmm. And I went to the, the, the men's health clinic in Toronto. And I was like, I, and I went and got my tests and I had, you had to wait two weeks back then, I think. And I was like, I have AIDS or I have HIV. Like I, like, and it, I of course didn't because, you know, but I, I just wasn't educated and I had a stigma about it myself. And it took oh, a long yeah. time to kind of get over that, you know? Yeah, it it's does. a hard and thing. Like, it's all about like the normalization of, of these kind of things too. And like having somebody that is so mainstream just like casually talk about it like oh yeah i have it and this is what it means and blah blah blah, blah because like it doesn't equal death and and there's so mm-hmm. much that like young gays don't know about the history but i'm happy that billy porter is like the the gateway to education absolutely i just can't imagine like Young gay, like even us, we don't know, but gays younger than us and even gays a little bit older than us, we do not know how what good we have it. We are so lucky that we did not have to live through that. Like, can you imagine like living in that time and like all of your friends dying? Yeah, I was- All the um, people you know, just everyone around you just dying. Yeah, like, I was um, interviewing Margaret Cho and, t- and she told me that her parents owned a, I think it was like an adult bookstore. And mm-hmm. she said that a lot of the people who she met back then died within the year of the epidemic. And, and she was like, that was the most heartbreaking thing to ever witness because the person you saw one day was just dead the next day because of this. And it, nobody knew what was happening at the time. It was like so scary. And I was like, you just don't realize. Yeah, it's so terrifying. It's, 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 it's yeah. Wild. We're so, so lucky and we're so blessed. And like, that's why you should always, always, always respect your gay elders because they yes. literally have lived through hell. Yeah. So res- respect your elders, kids. Pave the way. Like pave the way, and and, pro- and protested and marched uh-huh. for yes 
for there to be HIV research and treatment and funding mm-hmm. and all of those things. So yes, respect your elders, kids. Respect your elders. There's kind of like a, th- a through line here with our next per- fame whore. Um, Absolutely. Because we have like a young child star that we've seen go through a lot. Like I feel like watching this entertainer's life kind of come to be with the overdose and and the documentaries, the multiple documentaries about, you know, having addiction and then eating disorder and all these things. And now Demi Lovato has come out as non-binary, which is so beautiful. So beautiful. Yeah. Like, who the fuck cares? She's like, fuck it. Fuck it. She says uh, she um, uh, has a, a podcast Um called 4D and they said uh, over the past year and a half I've been doing some healing and self-reflective work and through this work I've had the revelation that I identify as non-binary with that said I'll officially be changing my pronouns to they them dancing with the devil good job Demi Lovato (laughs) yeah good for you I mean, I think this is great. I love it. I'm very happy for her or for for them. Yep. Shit. See, now I it's them, right? I'm very but happy. This is, now, but, I have, now, now I have to like change it in my head, yeah, right? Yeah, which is so, yeah, which is kind of fun though. Because not It's not fun, but it's like, it's good because like we as it's gay, good mental practice. gay people who are like, I'm, I'm going to say we're both gay icons. We also fuck up too. And that's okay. Yeah, absolutely. And honestly, it takes a, it, it takes a minute to adjust. Yeah, it's I like do. it's like stopping saying you guys, you know? It's mm-hmm. such a natural thing that we've been saying for so long and it just takes a moment to be like y'all or yeah. people instead of that. Okay, uh so what are your opinions on Demi Lovato coming as non-binary? Obviously nothing ne- negative of course, but like don't don't you find it cool that somebody of such a famous caliber is just like I reflected this is who I am. Turn up. Yeah, I think it's great. I'm really happy for them and I it's it's just cool, and it's nice to see um, the representation. I mean, I always just think, like, for me, it's – I'm happy for her. What? Great. But, like, I always think of, like, a young kid who's a fan of hers who might also identify as non-binary or is confused as to what they are, and then they see their favorite pop star come out as non-binary, and it just kind of shows them that it's okay for them to do that, too. Yeah, exactly. You know? And, like, Demi Lovato has had a lot of – as I said – very personal moments drug abuse mm-hmm. attempted suicide overdose and we have this and every time she you know she uses this for her music it always kind of like it's always around an album um you know and uh, like great art comes from great pain and great trauma i believe so um what are you because there definitely has been a surge in the last couple of years um in i this identity not identity crisis but like people <laughs> That's me. Change. I have an identity uh, crisis. <laughs> you have an identity crisis. No, but just pe- but people coming out as non-binary and using different pronouns. Pronouns. It's really, I think, something that's I've really noticed in the last couple years. Like, how do you feel about it? I, I'll, I'll just say this. Like, I'm very happy for people. I'm. I think it's great for everyone to identify as whatever they want to identify as for me Mm -hmm. personally though like i've never that's never been a thing for me like it happens to me every day i work on a set or i do anything someone's like what do you want to be called are you brock brooke what are your pronouns and for me personally i don't care i'm like honestly call me he she they them like anything goes with me so it's not something i can relate to personally but I think it's I like I said I think it's great that people now feel the freedom and the ability to 
identify as whatever the fuck they want to. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I love the because you and I are different because we dress up as women for our jobs, but then we also exist yeah. as men outside of our jobs. So if someone calls us either or, who cares? I don't give a shit. Everyone call, you call yeah. me Priyanka. Like, I never call you Brock. <laughs> yeah. I would be like, I, I, if you call me Brock, I'd be like, Am I in trouble? Have you offended? Have you so? If you're like, like, hey Mark, hey Mark, yeah. Imagine uh, if I was like, hey, hey Mark. Oh, gross. even when you were holding up my fucking childhood photo in Drag Race, and you're like, what would you say to five year old Mark? I was like, oh, that that's why Ew. I started crying. I was offended. I will, I will say this, and I know you could relate to this though. It is when you're out at the bar and you're flirting with a guy, and blah blah blah. You know. The way they the way they friend zone you real real good <laughs> is when they use your drag name. Yep. So you're thinking it's going you and they're like, "Oh yeah, Brooklyn." And you're like, "Oh." Oh fuck. There it yeah. is. There was there one, one time is. I was having sex with this guy. He was from Buffalo. And you know, we were just like doing the do as you do. And as after do. he blew his load deep inside of me, he whispered in my oh. ear, "Don't tell Tainomi Banks." Why? Why? I don't know. Did he also had... blow his load inside of Tainomi? <laughs> I think I was the sloppy second. Oh my god! Just like the CSAs, Gag. I'm the sloppy second of the Canadian Screen Awards. Is is that is that the is that your craziest fan experience? Like having sex with a fan? No. <laughs> what's your, well, I, I want to know what's your craziest? Uh, we're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, you get to find out my craziest fan sex experience. Oh, arriba! <laughs> We are back on Famous This Week with Brock and Mark. (laughs) Ew! I hate it. Don't you hate it? With Brooklyn Heights and Priyanka Peronka. We um, uh, just talked about some fame horrors of the week. We're going to continue into them. But before we get to that, I was actually talking about some crazy fan sex experiences that I've had. And I had one. And it was a hot, hot hot guy okay and he i'm trying to think how i met him he was okay this is what happened so i met him like at i took off all my makeup and went back out okay like wherever this club was so we would go back out like i'm at the bar he's like oh hey like what's your name like oh i'm mark (laughs) nice to meet you you know we back and forth and then we end up like sleeping together afterwards He's like, oh, I got so many great photos of you. Like, do you want to see them? And I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, he was like front row at the show, but I just didn't see him because I was wasted, of course. And then after I had to go to another city, he followed me there. <gasps> so, I mean, I know, no. it's not, I know it's not like a crazy sex experience because like, it's not like really he like tied me up and spanked me around. I mean, if it, it, it just got a little scary. Did you fuck him, did you fuck him in the, the second city, though? Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. I used to call my mom every Sunday. Yeah, so um. anyways, well, that's my gay pride. So speaking about pride, uh, Lego announces their first <laughs> rainbow set for pride, which is kind of shocking to me. I'm like, Lego? Like, have, Don't they already have this? Also, Teletubbies support Pride Month as well, which is great because I always... Tinky Winky has a purse. Tinky Winky yes, has a fucking does. purse. 
And that that's my drag mom. That's my real drag right? mom. I've been searching far and, and wide, and t- Tinky Winky is my drag mother. Absolutely. I can see it. The resemblance <laughs> is uncanny. Now, this is great. I mean, and I like, I really like that they have the modern, like the 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 updated pride flag. We have black, brown, red, orange, yellow, green, blue. There's a lot of colors in here, but it's great. It's like a full, the full spectrum. Exactly. Um, it's like, a, it's like a, a Jimbo design challenge dress. Just a lot of color. And it, <laughs> it's a lot of shit. And it's cute. It's actually very cute. And they have, I love the little, they have little Legos and all the different colors. And it's just nice. Yeah, it's, it's nice. It's, Again, it's nice. I love it, it. It's just like, it's just a simple matter of just representation matters. That's it. And and you know what's actually the most beautiful thing is any kid in this world will see that and be like, "Wow, colors! This is great and beautiful." And 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 then it's for the parents to educate the kids, like, "Oh, this this represents pride and and, and the, the queer community." Blah, blah 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 blah. But not John from Saskatchewan yeah. educating his his um his kids about gay culture because you know how they are in Saskatchewan. So I have a question, yeah. Brooklyn Heights. Yeah, what was the first gay thing you remember seeing as a, a kid? I literally have been thinking about this and I cannot remember like a a specific like gay thing I saw. I can't think of anything. I'll tell you the first time like I knew I wanted to like dress as a woman though. Oh yeah, tell Um, me. Watching the Ten Commandments with Charlton Heston. What the fuck? Like the old school. It's (laughs) it's, like from like the probably the 50s or 60s like back in the day. Um and it's like four hours long. And like we had a very limited amount of movies we were allowed to watch as kids because they had to be like Christian movies. I watched like Anne of Green Gables. That's mm-hmm. my shit. My jam. <laughs> the Ten Commandments. Um, I think that might have been it. There were there were some other ones. Probably like Lassie or some shit. But Miss Ann Baxter played Nefertiri in the Ten Commandments. Um and she was the most beautiful, glamorous, bitchy thing I'd ever seen. She was just literally just draped in chiffon and jewels, oh. like on a sh- on a chaise lounge, being fan with an ostrich feather fan. Literally, she was you so gl- like literally, literally. If I was, to, if I was to describe you, it's what you just described to me. Honestly, yeah, it lit- and, and, and like really inspired and informed my drag. Like she was just such a cunt, and she just looks so fucking stunning and sickening and bitchy. I love that. And Baxter really is the first like was probably the first gorgeous glamorous woman I ever saw on my movie on my television screen. And that I think really um, deep down kind of informed my drag. Cause I never forgot that. So yeah, that's my, that. that's my gay icon, I guess. Can I say something? I guess. Yeah. I remember the, I don't remember the first, like gay thing I saw, I, it might it must have been myself in a mirror. But the first thing that the first thing that I saw that made me feel extra gay was the Backstreet Boys quit playing games with my heart video, Nick Carter's nipple. Like it was like the the rain was on the white shirt and his like hard nipple was like showing through, and that's when I realized you were gay. I, I was gay and I'm going to have a lot of emotional trauma in my life. So absolutely. I think the first time I realized I was gay was probably Jonathan Taylor Thomas in home improvement. Oh, hot. Right. Hot. Hot. Ta, 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 ta. hot. You know, the nosy neighbor, Mr. Wilson, Mr. Wilson, right? Yeah. Mr. Wilson? Yeah. Wilson. I, I'm the Mr. Wilson of drag. Oh, totally. We need to get you one of those like fishing hats. Mm. Mm. I think that'd be good. 
But speaking of super gay things, yeah. Cher just turned 75. Oh my Happy- God. That, there's been so many things going around, videos of her. And I have something to say, and this might be controversial. I don't what? care about her music. Get out. Um. Oh. Log off. The, <laughs> log off the. Log off the. Zoom. Log off. Um, log off. Goodbye. I I care about her personality and how quick she is. Like her interviews when Oprah asked her, like, "Oh, how do you feel about getting older?" and she was like, "It sucks." Remember, she's holding Tina Turner's hand. She's yeah. like, "It sucks. I hate it." I was like, "You are so iconic." Like, there's just the and then the the fucking video of her saying why she doesn't need a man. Oh. Yeah. Ah! Uh, she's. She is iconic. Icon- but I, for me, she's iconic in every single way. I mean, the bitch has done it all. She has seen it all. She has worn it all. Like, it's just one thing after, no- after another. And she just does it with such a sense of ease. Like, yeah. she, it just never looks like she's trying very hard is the thing. Mm-hmm. Like, when mm-hmm. she performs, she's not trying very hard. When she acts, it doesn't look like she... Like, just everything is just like... Oh, like just just casual. She's yeah. but at the same time not casual at all because she never looks like just casual. But you know what you mean? There's just an air about her. And yes. she announced that she's um there's gonna be a biopic. I a biopic? A biopic? A biopic? A biopic. Biopic. Just kidding. A biopic, a biopic is a biopic is something that happens when they the that uh, somebody tickles between your balls and your butthole. That's a biopic. Really? No, I just lied to you. Uh, okay. I'm so excited to see <laughs> I was fully, I was like, really? Tell me more. You're like, oh my god, I love that. You, it's like you realize that you invented a word or something. Like you felt so smart for a second. Yeah. Like, yeah, I know. Um, who do we think is playing Cher in the biopic? I just was gonna ask you that. Um, I'm pulling for Kim Kardashian, but that's <laughs> just me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> who like who could play Cher is the thing. Oh, maybe not her. I can't. I think. I'm like. I'm like. I'm I was like, like in the where back are you of the going? room. <laughs> yeah, I was. Like, I was so deep in the thought. I was at the back of the room. I have no idea who could play Cher. I'm going to tweet this right now. Who would yeah, play Cher? I'm curious. We'll reveal what what the fans say at the end of the show because I'm so yeah. curious to know who they, the goddess of pop, they call her. Oh my god, 75 years. What an icon. Icon. Okay, so. So the thing about Cher is just how long she's been doing it. Do you think she is going to be doing drag? She's going to be doing drag. She bitches doing drag. Do you think that you're going to be doing drag for the next 50 years? Absolutely not. I mean, well, let's, hey, if the money is still cute and I'm still getting booked, then maybe. But like, I, I don't want to be performing in bars in 50 years. How old am I going to be in 50? I'm going to be 85. Turning it. <laughs> just, sl- <laughs> just slamming that cooter on the fucking floor. Baby, I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. Just on the floor. Like, your fa- you're going to have a f- like four facelifts by then. Aren't you excited? I, I am. I'm completely <laughs> excited. I'm so I- excited. Okay. I think... Wait, wait, how old am I going to be? I guess I'll be 80. Everyone's saying Chad Michaels. Which I mean, no, bec- I, I don't think I love I love Chad, but she does the best the best shit, probably one of the best shows I've ever seen. But like, no. So I want another answer. So Brooklyn is the director of casting on this film, and uh, I she am. Was, <laughs> I am now. She said Emmy Rossum as Cher. 
Oh, I could see it. I could see it. I, you know what? I bet I, I don't know if they're famous enough, but I bet they'll get one of the actresses who played her in the Broadway musical. Oh, t t t t t t t. Don't they have to like cast a bunch of different shares to get like the through the life, or they're just gonna like pick up at one like the juiciest part? I want to see Meryl Streep play Cher. Fuck. Can you Fuck. imagine? I, could I bet imagine she could do it. it. I bet she could do it. She'd find a way. Where there's She'd a find a way. way. <laughs> <laughs> she has to like, get those cheekbones prosthetically put on. Ugh. I'm I wonder if Angelina, Angelina could play a Cher. Angelina Jolie. That'd be so sick. I could see that too. But I know I do not want to be doing drag in 50 years. Do you want to be doing drag in 50 years? I don't want to be doing drag. I don't know if I want to be doing drag in like 20 years. I think by 50 years, I will be like... Dead? Dead. Yeah. I'm thinking that too for myself. Um, 80. But like, when, do, when, do people, when, when do people die these days? Like we're famous, so we're going to die early, right? You know, it's all across the board. <laughs> like do I have no idea. When do people, no when do people, when do people normally die? die? <laughs> what are the kids dying these days? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what age are the kids into? Okay, I think it's time we took a little break. Okay, we are back on Famous This Week. All right, all right, all right. It is time for our final segment. Okay, Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. (laughs) Famous cycles and today's hottest topics always remind us of iconic moments from days gone by. And we love going into our little time machine and revisiting some of those great pop culture moments. So in this segment, we want to try and connect the dots between a famous moment this week and something that we've witnessed in the past. Uh, In 2021, there are so many brands supporting Pride Month, even some companies doing it for the first time. So we wanted to throw it back to some iconic and cultural firsts in our LGBT plus community in the public eye. So uh, what was the first LGBTQ thing you saw in pop culture? What's this word? Zygeist. You do not know what that is. I know how to pronounce it. You know, I don't know what it means, but I know how to pronounce it. What's a zy- what's a zeitgeist and why does it sound like poltergeist? Is it like a ghost that invades your booty hole? Yeah, that's actually you hit the nail on the head. Um, <laughs> I have no idea what that means, and frankly, oh, I don't wait, know. Her, if I- her, her, the defining oh. spirit or mood of a particular period of history, as shown by the ideas and beliefs of the time. Cool. That's even more. That's even. <laughs> uh, now I'm even more confused. <laughs> <laughs> Canadians are stupid. It's like a meme for culture. Okay, okay. well, here are some major moments for LGBTQIA uh, firsts in the past. Um, the film Different from Others was released in 1919, and it was the first pro gay film in the world at in 1919. I want to see this. Ooh, I want to see this too. Like, who had the balls to just release that shit? I have no idea. I bet they, there was no. It was. It was probably a silent film. I'm guessing, and they probably moved really, really fast. You know how they like that they moved really fast in old films. It's like, like, like subliminal uh, messaging. Like they just they threw, threw in a gay sex scene, but it's so fast you didn't even see it. Yeah. Uh, in 1985, Rock Hudson issues a press release announcing that he has AIDS. His announcements. His announcement elevates AIDS awareness to a whole new level. That's um, that's so heartbreaking, but also incredible that they used their platform. 
Absolutely. In 1990, Paris is Burning is released. Um, it is an underground kind of documentary, um, mm-hmm. and it's big in the art film scene, but it soon becomes a cult classic, and it is a... I, like I think it's definitely had a resurgence in the last few years. It has actually in my um, before I was on Canada's Drag Race, they recommended us. They recommended to watch it. You know what I mean. And also, what's I just the saw- matter, Pedro? Are you having a <laughs> psychological change in your life? <laughs> I'm Go obsessed. On. I'm obsessed that it, it exists to like fast track people's education in uh, uh, in 1994 I actually had no idea this was a thing and I'm very excited that this is a thing an Ikea ad runs on TV showing two men shopping for furniture together this is the first TV commercial featuring an ordinary gay couple like 94 like an ordinary gay couple like what does that mean two white men like two white men for sure that's ordinary Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> just, <laughs> just two ordinary white men. One was probably had like a bald spot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just it was like they were they were a couple, but like we wanted to make them look like friends just in case. So they were like um, sniffing poppers and like cool. No, they weren't and getting fisted in the dark room at Steamworks. No. Yeah. Um, the co- uh, 1997, the coming out episode of Ellen airs. In the episode, Ellen comes out to her therapist, played by Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny to me. Um, <laughs> like played by Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> like it was like it was like a setup skit or something. Um, the episode titled "The Puppy Episode" is one of the highest rated of the series. That's incredible. And then in 2000, Queer as Folk begins airing on Showtime, set in Pittsburgh. The series tells the story of five gay men. The show is a U.S. version of the U.K. TV series. So I'm trying to think of like fact, other. That was shot in Toronto. Did you know that? It you was. That, right? It was. It was. It was. Yes, it was yes, all yes, shot yes. in Toronto. And that was that was being shot while I was going to the ballet school right in the village. And I would like yeah. walk I would walk by the sets all the time. It was crazy. That's so cool. Um it was cool. I'm trying to think of other moments that really, you know, were like um uh a cultural uh Christina, Brittany, and Madonna. That MTV. Kiss. I also when Ricky Martin came out, I remember being like, oh my God. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it was a People magazine cover, I think. I think Madonna was a huge gay cultural moment, too. Mm -hmm. When Madonna burst onto the scene in the 80s, like, that was a huge thing. I feel like, and I could be completely wrong in saying this, I feel like she was, like, the first pop star. Like, the first gay, iconic. Like, there was Judy Garland and stuff like that, but in terms of, like, popular music of that era of music videos, all of that things, I feel like she was the very first. Right? Am I wrong? I don't know. I mean, I think that you're right in, in this, what you're saying about her being a pop icon and a legend and icon and a pillar. But I don't know. What about... I mean, I because Whitney Houston isn't a pop star. Would you consider Whitney Houston a pop star? No. Yeah. I wouldn't... Like, she's... I think she's a, something else. I don't know like what she diva. is. Like, she's like a she's diva. A chan- like, Mariah is a diva. Yeah. Like, I just a don't chanteuse. know... Yeah. Okay. You know, like while we're here, because this is an interesting conversation, because it's about like what can it's like basically how can they make gay things more appealing, and they throw it in commercials and they throw it on TV here and there, and Mm -hmm. people want the representation. So, with all the things that we've seen, including Drag Race, what does pop culture and the world get wrong about our community? Oh my God. Everything. Every everything. All I'm of innocent. It. I'm innocent. I'm not bad at everything, I promise. 
I am. But the, the, the thing, <laughs> I, I think that like now with the amount of representation there is on TV, there, uh, not everybody is seeing everything. So, you know, there might be like some like gay scene that they put in How to Get Away with Murder. And that's the only thing that like this guy in a small town sees. But there is so much programming out there for everybody to so whatever, but I, I remember when I was about to come out to my dad, I, I was nervous because I said, like, me coming out to him as gay, all what he's going to see is, is like, a bunch of shirtless guys in a club having sex. Like, that that's what being gay means to him. Yeah. Um, so I think, like, that's that's what I would say pop culture in the world gets wrong about our community. Yeah, like, we also have sex not in clubs. Yeah, like club bathrooms, uh, yeah. club club basements behind the, the alley bar. beside the club. Like, what the is alley wrong with you? The club. Yeah, what, yeah, just and it doesn't just in a club. I no. mean, there's, there there's parks, there's beaches, there's benches, there's arenas, there's stadiums. Like the possibilities are literally endless. People, endless, um, endless. Brooklyn on a scale one to ten. How famous are you feeling, bitch? Uh, I'm like a solid six point five. Yeah, mm. how about that? that sounds, how about you? That's uh, I feel like a cute eight, but earlier this week I did have a really bad inner saboteur come into my brain, and I had severe imposter syndrome. It was bad. Was it after you lost the CSA award? No, it was before and after. Oh, and and, and the loss of the CSA award like dug it like dug like like was like here you go, it bitch. Confir- it confirmed oh, that you oh, were. Ch- you thought you were this shit. Guess what? <laughs> you not. Like just you're not <laughs> you, you you ain't shit what? yeah you didn't win the award hon season two is <laughs> coming out uh, <laughs> it was like it was awful it just like seeped into my blood into my brain and mm-hmm. I was like am I doing enough like am I oh, yeah. okay like what uh-huh. and then like you know like you like some and with with, with like Instagram likes and with like Twitter likes and, and Facebook mm-hmm. likes and TikTok mm-hmm. it's like. Some mm-hmm. things do well and some things don't well and for don't do well and for some reason the things that don't do well are the things that you focus on. Mm-hmm. It Preach is. It. It's the worst. Awful. It is. I know. Awful. Ex- I know exactly what you mean. It sucks. And it sucks. It sucks. It sucks. And you put so much of your validness and worth as a human being into how how many people like your posts and how quickly they like them and how quickly the content goes up and like. All of this shit. And like you literally, it's in the this day and time, like that's that's how we define success, you know? Oh my god, it's so exactly. Gross. I mean, like, and even for like I'll be super candid for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pregnant, no I'm kidding. I'll be super candid for a second. Like I you know, a lot of this being in a pandemic for over the past year, I've been able to make money because I've been able to get like a lot of great sponsorship deals and, and work with brands on making content to to sell their brand, which I think is such an art form in, in, in itself. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, when you see your numbers dropping or when you post something and, and, and people don't give a shit, you worry about your job. You're like, oh my God, like, this is scary. That like, like, what do I need to do to get this engaged? It's 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 bad. It's bad. It's gross. Don't yeah. Don't get famous, gr- kids. Don't get famous. It's not <laughs> don't fun. do it. it. It's very it's very stressful. Yeah, it is extremely stressful. And then when you do get a great post, you think you just feel great about yourself. 
Yeah. And like I, um, and that's the thing. That's the that's the grossest part. You you're just like, oh my God, it's amazing. And then like you think you're like a better person than you are. It's just oh yeah, I know exactly it's, what yeah, you mean. It's it's, 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 a, it's a complete it's a mind slope. fuck. And then keeping yeah. up with all these little like five year old kids who are just like know how to do everything and do it really well and have all this energy and interest in doing it. And we're I'm just I'm from a different generation and I think you kind of are too, because we're not that far apart in age. It's just, it's just a hard thing to grasp and I don't enjoy it. Um, So it's weird, but yeah, no, I totally understand where you're coming from with that. Yeah. It's very interesting. Anyway. So uh, we love talking about our traumas, but now it's time for another segment. It's our grab bag segment. This segment will change weekly and we'll have a fun variation for us as the show develops. And today We want to inform you all of what to fight for and make sure you are aware so you can stop the infamous. Yes, yes, yes. And this week is the Tennessee transgender bathroom law. This is probably one of the most disgusting, Uh, vile, um, just pointed. I don't even like this is depressing to talk about. Yeah, this is depressing. And it's, it's, it's sick that. There are already countries where it's like illegal to be gay, and it's wild that just south of my border, um, there's yeah. this dumb bathroom law in Tennessee. Like, what the fuck? It's actually just, I lived there for five years, and I'm just so embarrassed that this is the thing. Like, mortified. So basically, this is what's happening the Tennessee transgender bathroom law. Tennessee will become the first state in the United States to require businesses and government facilities open to the public to post a sign if they let transgender people use multi-person bathrooms, locker rooms, changing rooms associated with their gender identity. So literally, this means every business in Tennessee now has to put a fucking sign saying, we let trans people use these bathrooms or we don't. It reminds me of back in the day. I'm not when I was alive, but when there was like the the white people fountain and the black people fountain. Like yeah, this is literally what yeah. they're turning it into, and it's disgusting. And the reason why we need to make this infamous is because this is infamous is bad, famous. This is bad shit. This is really bad. And um, I'm trying to think of like what we can tell people to like how to help this cause is be vocal about it. This is disgusting. Keep expressing your views about it and support trans people because trans lives matter. Yeah, it's just the government has no busy business getting involved in our bodies. Now, mm-hmm. there has not been one single incident ever recorded of a trans person going into a washroom and assaulting somebody. Not one. No. But you know how many there have no. been of white men going into bathrooms yeah. and assaulting little kids and stuff? But there has not been one single recorded incident of a trans person doing this. No. So you know what? No, no. It's just, it's just so gross. It's just let people live their fucking lives and be who they want to be. Like they, trust mm-hmm. me, if you don't want to be involved in their lives, I can promise you that they don't want to be involved in yours. Exactly. I promise you, they like, want to have nothing to do with you if you want nothing to do with them. That's it. Exactly. That's it. And this is coming from somebody who is going to be playing share in a biopic, they, or should I say a biopic? So <laughs> let it be known. I've got, I have to go to the doctor tomorrow and get a biopic. That's what that sounds like. But yeah. <laughs> Snap out of it. Yeah. Uh, okay, so it's time to place our bets. What will people still be talking about next week? 
of all the things we talked about this week, what is still going to be the trending topic? Let's see. Are they going to be talking about Cher, Pride, mm-hmm. Demi Lovato, mm-hmm. or Billy Porter? Ooh, Ooh I'm going to say... Uh, I don't know. I think it's going to be Demi. Every week that, 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 that icon releases something, so... Something's about to drop. Yeah. Like, I would be surprised if Demi Lovato announces a, bi- a biopic. <laughs> Stop, right? Biopic? Biopic is the best word. Like, it's you, the best you did word. A, you did everyone a favor. You did everyone a favor. Yes. And just, be- oh, actually, just before we um, we wrap this shit up, there's something else that happened that deserves to be talked about on Famous this week. Uh, the Friends Reunion trailer dropped. <gasps> oh, yeah. It did. I love Friends. That's so great. I don't care about friends i mean i i i just but you know what i mean it doesn't have any nostalgia for me because it's not something i watched a lot growing up so i've watched well you were watching anna green gables you're busy busy. i was busy watching anna green gables and homeward (laughs) bound and other such things jesus christ superstar i don't know no i didn't i I don't think i was allowed to see that one um for some (laughs) for some God knows why, but um, <laughs> but yeah, Does he? it's not something that holds a lot of nostalgia for me. But I I watched a few episodes and it's fun, and I like all those actors. I think they're great. I was pleasantly surprised because when I heard about this, I eye rolled a little bit. I'm not gonna lie because I was like, I don't want to see these people 20 years later or however long it's been come back and be like, hey, look, we're still. We still got it. I thought it was. I thought they were doing like a series. Like I thought they were like starting up the sitcom again for a season or like a couple episodes. But it's just like a sit down reunion with all of them talking about the experience, which I think is going to be very cool. Is that what it is? I didn't pay attention. Yeah, I remember watching the the, fr- I, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air reunion. Did you watch that one? Oh yes, with Aunt, with the original Aunt Viv walking in. Did, a, I cried. I did too, but I was again the gay man in me. I was like girl that's your that's your sunday cleaning dress she walked in in her sunday <laughs> cleaning dress and i was like okay but yeah that was great it was that was a great reunion yeah i'm trying to think of what else was famous this week not me uh well this has <laughs> been a great podcast i love everyone so much <laughs> and on that note thank you all on that note and also everybody uh my music video for my first single off my debut ep called cake comes out um either it's already out when you're listening to, to this but it comes out on my birthday may 28th i um worked very hard on it it's a murder mystery and it's iconic and i cannot wait for you to watch it i can get a piece of this cake yes i cannot wait to watch it um and yeah that's awesome like it's gonna be a good week for pre every week i'm so excited me too so that is it for famous this week i'm brooklyn heights and i'm priyanka make sure you subscribe to this podcast famous this week wherever you listen to podcasts and don't forget to leave us a review and give us a five star rating on apple podcasts spotify and stitcher and if you're gonna leave us a one star review please make it interesting thank you and (laughs) to keep up with all the things we talk about on the pod go follow forever dog team and mom podcast on instagram and while you're at it give us a follow too if you haven't already at b heights and at the queen priyanka we will see you next week for more pop culture moments and very famous things bye happy birthday to me bye happy birthday to you forever <laughs> dog to listen
listen to Famous this week ad-free and one day early, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Famous this week is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Brooklyn Heights and Priyanka. Produced by Joseph Shepard. Hey, Daddy. Editing and sound design by Will Pitts. Executive produced by Big Dipper, Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. 